Welcome to The Lunch Table, where real friends who are real pastors having real conversations you may or may not have said out loud once you've left the lunch table. I'm going to provide some leadership and I want to know where you're going. But then there's this nuance of relationships like Drew was talking about to, you know, yes, we're going to come in and we're going to have some good ideas and stuff like that. But I actually care about you, right? Like, I actually care about you, like, even more than than this perfect system, right? Like, I actually care about you. And I know that I care about you enough to know that God has gifted you with something. And maybe that will fit into this system. Maybe it won't. But I'm going to know you well enough to help guide you to wherever God wants you to be. Wow. I got, and I got something for you. You can pass this on to pastor Joby in 1122, but we care more. <laughs> we care more about who you are than what you're doing. Yeah. Value. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for uh, that, that. That's real original right there. You're, you're welcome. You can, you can use it. You can steal it, whatever. But uh, unfortunately we are running out of time. Um, and so I am curious to hear y'all's one minute takeaway oh are we out of time? no that's hilarious so i was gonna say earlier <laughs> talking about surprises drew hits us with this timer on our on our oh, zoom no, and no. i'm like <laughs> matt must be emailing him as a producer drew we need a timer we got to end at one minute and six seconds and then we get a zoom link no you you now have been upgraded so the timer was for zoom not our podcast. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> no it, the timer was uh, Drew had to pay for Zoom real quick. <laughs> oh, man, I hey man, I would have had your back. I was gonna be like, "What's our one minute takeaway?" And yeah, yeah. It up no, and no, dude. On, here's you know? talk about surprises: being in a new place and forgetting all the dang subscriptions that you've signed oh. up. For. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's brutal. Yeah, all I right. think you know it's just it's just interesting that the nuance of like you can have all you can be the smartest person in the room but that doesn't mean yeah people are gonna want i don't know there's just there's just a lot to it you know being able to to have the relational aspects of i can i can relate right now to be the smartest person in the zoom but not always the room (laughs) (laughs) i think sometimes like to your point matt like and i wonder how many people have been like this because I, I don't know, I, I think about these things all the time, especially if you go to Orange Conference or Tour or something like that. You go and you see, um, I look up on the stages and see like, oh, wow, this, this you know, 24-year-old is helping to write this curriculum. Like, how did they get there? They must be like some mastermind or something like that, you know, or whatever, like really have their crap together. Um, but they're not necessarily out there doing the ministry every day, you know, and it's like, you know, they probably, it's like the nuance of ministry, you know, is, is how we find our success. It's not necessarily in like, oh, well, let me just work my way to the top, you know, blah, 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 you know, whatever, you know, does that, that doesn't really exist, you know, in, in ministry. And I think it's hard to not let that be a thing because, and I mean, me personally is like a coming from corporate world of marketing and all that stuff to, you know, the, where you want the big job, you want the big office, you all, you know, all these things you want to work to the top. Um, and then to come into ministry where it's like, it's not necessary. It's not really meant to be like that, you know? Yeah. Well, I, you're, you're ahead, striking maybe. a chord. Sorry. Um, I had a little bit of a, a same thing from a different angle of man. I'm that guy that it took turning 40 
to learn a lot. <laughs> well, I mean, I've learned a lot over all 40 years, but ministry specifically of just like, wow. And I keep saying this, you know, I've been 40 a month now, like, ah, oh, I can't believe I'm that guy that got it at 40. But, um, but the point is to get it. <laughs> and some may have it at 24 and be able in that, in that season of, of whatever. Um, but man, I wouldn't change anything for the world. And it's like, as long as you're learning and you're being a sponge and you are taking each nuance and season, uh, full speed ahead with Christ as your foundation, you got this. So go ahead, man. What I'm realizing though, even with what you said right there is like, got it. But like, I think there's a nuance of, of having like mentors in your life that mm-hmm. are speaking regularly. Like so there should some, be. <laughs> yeah. So we have some young guys on our staff here at 1122 and I know they're so much further along than I was at their age, but I'm also seeing um, the people that are speaking into their life on a regular basis. Right. They're not the lone ranger at their church. Yeah. Like they're not, you know, they don't have to necessarily wait to make, go to Orange Conference to get that level of training. They yeah. actually can go schedule a lunch with a guy who might actually get invited to yeah. Orange Conference to do the training, you know? like. Right. And so I think like when I when I think about the nuance of, of ministry, yeah, for some of us, it's going to take till we're older because, you know, we're, we're in a certain context of who, who's sharpening us to a certain extent. Whereas um, some people are younger, they've gotten world-class input and strategy, you know, and in relational stuff, right? Like, you know, that whole care, we care more about what you're doing than, uh, or I'm sorry, we care more about wow. what you're than what you're doing. Now Matt's butchering my phrases. Like, this is ridiculous. Crazy. <laughs> I mean, just to just to have some a lot of people speaking that into your life when you're younger, whenever you're all you can think about is what you're doing. Yeah. Right. All you can think about is the next thing and the next thing, whatever. You know, sometimes some people just got a little bit sooner. Hey, right. I care about you. Man, yeah. you y'all, as usual, we're hitting so much right here. <laughs> like I'm thinking of the history of our podcast right now. I'm thinking of people that we've had in our stories that have only cared about the learning part from that 24 year old or whatever, or whoever, like, I just want that without the relational. Mm-hmm. And then like, dang, they go through something like, man, I really wish I had those relationships. You know, I yeah. really like, they were awesome to learn. And then the other side, we've had people very close to us in this circle that have had that relational piece that have had people pouring. I just shared with someone last night on my couch, like, a young man that we used to be a big part of that had some of the top leaders in his church, some of the top people, high character people that I look up to like crazy at a, in a different church that this guy just chose to peace out and say, no, I'm not going to let you love me. And I saw the hurt in those people's eyes that poured into him and wanted to be there for him. And he just chose not to, to utilize it. So from both ends of the spectrum, if we're just so much, I just want to learn, without the relational side or, you know, we're just, Oh, let's just be relational. Never learn. Neither one of those is going to sustain <laughs> and work, yeah. um, but, and both hurt. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Sure. I think at the end of the day, what breaks my heart about that person is like, dude, it's about the people around you. Not always about you. Yeah. Mom. Right? Like it's about, uh, we, we were talking about in our all stuff the other day. This is so good. It's like when it, okay, we're family, right? When is it easy to be family? When things are good. When is it hard to be family? Well, it's hard to be family with someone who doesn't want to take what you have to say in your life. Mm, yeah. And it's hard to be their family there and, and everything. 
I'll say this, like, and Jude, maybe you can speak into this a little bit, but like another nuanced thing I'm thinking about is, is like, at some point, I feel like I adopted this idea that I can, I will learn. Everybody has a voice about the future and the vision in a direction that we're going. Everyone has a voice. I can learn something from everybody. I want to hear what your thoughts are after the meeting. And I know there's a lot of nuance for me where I go and check in on my team. And what did you think? And what did you take away? And I was always trying to, uh, and another, like, I always try to be careful not to say that I'm going to go with every, your idea. Right. But like, I do feel like there's a huge piece of that. You have something to offer. And I'm, I want to make sure that you know that I value your opinion going into this next meeting. Yeah. Yeah. I think honestly, that's, that speaks a lot to team leadership stuff, you know, that people uh, maybe don't realize how important that is, you know, to be able to, like people aren't going to feel a part of the greater team, you know, if they don't have that voice in some way, you know, um, but with the grace and caring enough about that person to not just say yes to them all the time, you know, but mm-hmm. to just say like, okay, well, let's pray about that. Let's think about that or, or have the grace enough to tell them no, when it's mission drift, when it's something that's like completely out of left field that really is not what you guys should be doing, you know, to be able to say to them, Hey, um, not right now, you know, and not, not, mm-hmm. and this is just not, this isn't the right direction. I don't think, you know, and, and, but to, to give them the benefit of the doubt to pray about it and think about it and then come back to them, you know, something like that. Um, I think that's, that's so crucial to be able to, um, empower them when things make a lot of sense. And you're like, Oh, wow. You know, like that, you know, we can't think possibly think of all the ideas that are good for our ministry on our own, you know, like for sure. But, um, but on the other side, you know, being able to be a a healthy enough leader to say no, when it's, when it's time, you know, (laughs) that's those, those things are, you know, when it, when it comes from a place of, you have that relationship of respect and all that stuff already, you know, then, leading a team well and enough to give them a voice, but then also to not just like do everything that comes up. Um, man, that's, that's crucial. Okay. All right. Two parter. Um, <laughs> yep, definitely. <laughs> like I, I I'm, I'm such a emotional guy. I was trying not to cry during high level Buffalo. Okay. So just so y'all know, um, but Drew, you just hit something. I was wrecking, racking my brain here trying to remember the the example. And it's a book I'm reading. It's just a fun book. It's a scary book, like no leadership <laughs> development or anything there. <clears throat> and I just heard it this morning where uh, at this insane asylum, this person comes in pissed off about a pool stick being broken. And the therapist who's brand new has to address this patient. And he does not address her anger or her wanting to fix the pool stick. I w- I'm the guy that would just like care about, oh, let me make sure her pool stick gets fixed. Let me make sure the immediate in front of her is fixed. And instead, they use the time to say, well, hey, let's talk about how we can handle our anger when things don't go our way. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, someone broke the pool stick, but I have spent so much of my ministry literally addressing the pool stick so that that person gets what they want that relation instead of no let's go deeper here let's you know what 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 can we really learn here and then you spend all your wheels and all your time trying to fix the pool stick or trying to make sure they get one and you're like 
and they're still messed up and they're still pissed off about something else. Yeah. And you're like, wow, I, as a leader, we gotta, we gotta look at that relational piece to say, Hey, we care enough. We're going to develop you what you just said. Exactly. Like we're going to be here for you. It's, it's not about what you want right now. There's something deeper here. And I, I, I need y'all to pray and hold me accountable to yeah. see the big picture, not just what's right in front of you. And I think that's the hardest part about one of the hardest things about being a pastor mm-hmm. is you want to see people fixed, right? Mm-hmm. Like you want so hard just to yeah. give the, the the perfect advice and get them fixed. But at the end of the day. Well, this one's big. We've heard Greg Rochelle talk about this in books and stuff. Like as a pastor, though, too, that pride to say, look, I got you a new pool stick. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm the main. Then they're like, oh, thank you. Nate got me what I wanted. Mm-hmm. And in their eyes, in that moment, our pride says, yeah, I need Nate. So next time I need a pool stick, I'm gonna call Nate next yeah. time, you know, and whatever. And it's a never ending cycle. Yep. And it's like, wow, if I need that, um, I, I work with a lot of small churches and you can just tell there's a lot of pastors that are like, I can stay comfortable. I'm needed. Um, I like the way that makes me feel to be needed and I'm just going to coast here. And it's like, ah, I don't think that's it. <laughs> yeah. I, people are addicted to that attaboy that, that Chip talks about mm. that pat on the back that mm. you're so great. That was so awesome. Thank you so much. Mm. And it, it's easy yeah. to get addicted to that. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder okay. honestly, what kind of like as pastors, and I admit Chip might've talked about it. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I didn't get to go again to coach summit, but you know, um, I'm, I'm going to keep crying. About well, that. You, you got but, to hear, you got to hear my recap of summit, like R2D2. I was on the road when we recorded and I noticed there was a lot of some awesome. Yeah. Chip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was the thing. That's all right. Uh, but yeah. Um, uh, there's gotta be some kind of like, remedy for that for us you know like what's and it, it's almost kind of just like accepting the opposite you know it's like the what's the mm. how do you how do you guard yourself from the attaboy you know it's like like i mean and it's and it's tough because it's like there's there's got to be a balance because there's the pastors and the people that we all know them right we we, we all know somebody that's like this mm. where it's like uh, the guy that's like, oh, you know, like, hey, that was a great job. I love your sermon, blah, blah, blah. Oh, it was the Lord. It was not me. I didn't have anything to do with it. It's like, all right, all right. Take a compliment, okay? Shut up and take my compliment. But the book I'm reading right now, um, that's what he says. He's just like, sometimes you, you have learned the response of even elevating yeah. yourself again. Right. You know, to be like, because what you're really seeing was the Lord be like, I heard from the Lord is what you're yeah. saying. I just, God spoke to me and just say, thank you. He was just like, it wasn't me. I, uh, the Lord <laughs> spoke and I was just the mouthpiece. <laughs> well, the one that got me that, I mean, he was like speaking to me was when someone's like, oh, thanks for doing this. I was like, oh, it's the team. It's the team. And he was just like, just say, thank you. Just be like, yeah. oh, thanks. You know, appreciate that. You know, it's, yeah. it's definitely there. But I think the way you remedy it is you have a you have a real lunch table. Yeah. And just the other day, this uh, yesterday, and our all staff, the our you know this this guy really, you know, he's he seems like a great guy. You know, we look up to him. He's just like, 
I have people in my life that if they tell me something that's hard, I stop and I listen. That's, and I find that um, where ministry is so isolating is that you can be a rock star youth pastor. You can be a rock star worship guy. You can be a rock star lead pastor. But if you don't have a lunch table around you, you're isolated. Yep. Like even mm-hmm. though you might, your ministry might be growing, if you don't have people speaking into your life, you're isolated. And uh, and I feel like our I mean this is a whole nother podcast, but mm-hmm. I do feel like our culture is in leading in the way of we have an unhealthy balance of going. Don't tell me how I feel. Don't tell me something that I don't want to hear because I don't want to feel bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that I think that's just adding on to the trickiness of ministry and how how we walk through it. But well, and I'll say I'll, last thing I'll say is that's what I love about like like a Joe Rogan podcast. It's three hours long. Is they're learning that if you do have long form conversations, it allows for more truth to come out. Allows for more mm. conversation and more things to come out. So. Sorry, Drew, I was going to say, I was going to add, right, like to this idea of like not getting hurt or in that mode of, oh, like, don't tell me how I feel, that kind of stuff. Um, I think one of the things that we miss out on is that when we go through these moments and get kind of butt hurt and we're just like, oh, like, don't tell me how I feel. That makes me feel bad about myself, whatever. Um, a lot more than anything else. And I'm I'm one of the first people to say I'm totally guilty of this, guilty of this. Uh, more often that speaks to our insecurity than it does to what that person actually said about us, right? And uh, even like I don't care who you are, you could sit in a counseling session and like if you talk about one of the last things that you got mad about, it's probably because you thought about it made you think about something that you like self negative talk to yourself about and like a hundred percent every, every time, like the, I can tell you the last like 10 times that I've gotten mad, it's probably out of me feeling dumb about something or feeling stupid or worthless Mm. because I messed up or whatever, you know, but it's not, it's not like I have to wake up and be like, but that's not true though. And I can, I can receive that and learn from something that someone told me rather than, getting butt hurt and then putting the blinders on and today's episode is called and and <laughs> literally you hear the statistics of people that don't make it in ministry or the and this is a big lead pastor thing like they're cold they don't like people all of this stuff i i believe that either a yes you just don't want to hear it because you don't want you know to feel different and b you literally spend so much of your emotional <laughs> energy and time pretending like you have it all together yeah. so that people don't even yes. know to tell you, Oh, you know, I see something in you. And it's like, you put up, you put so much more into trying to prove that you're great and just fake us out that you're great. And and that is so counterproductive. That is literally a lose, lose because yeah. then you don't have the people speaking into your life. And you're not being real and you're holding on to all of that. And it comes off in a way you're like, dang, what's up with that? Um, so be be more open and vulnerable. And I, hey, I get it. Your, th- your boy has been more burned by this <laughs> than ever. And I am still uh, telling everybody, you know, have that lunch table, have those people in your life and don't have to walk around. Now, 
time, place, <laughs> you know, who, um, that's important a hundred percent. Yep. But, but, uh, but don't, don't spend all your energy to show people that you got it all together. That's ridiculous. Well, guys, this is another good, this, I love it. When you start with laughter, you start with good conversation <laughs> and it just <clears throat> leads to, to speaking to myself about, um, I'll start with my one minute takeaway of just this, just, just trying to be, I, the easiest person to deceive me is me, right? Yeah. Like that's the easiest the person that's going to deceive myself the most is probably myself. Right. And, um, once again, I'm stealing this from our all stop yesterday, but what or he, he said, he goes, what's, what, what's more, what's more believable that you can deceive yourself or that person giving you that advice was trying to hurt you. Which one's actually more believable? So like, dude, actually, you're, I'm sitting there and I'm just like, what the crap? Like, golly, the, the spiritual intensity of just truth that comes out is so good. But so my one minute takeaway from this is just to be open to what you guys have for me in my life, to be even open to this podcast to be open to what my team has to say, to be, that that's the nuance, right? Allow people to help you understand who you are and what you're good and bad at and, and put everybody in this bowl, this, this, the right spots to, to, for, for good things to happen, you know, including myself, what I'm good and what I'm bad at, you know? So I don't know. Amen. That's my one minute takeaway. So my one minute would be, and I, maybe this is dumb, but <clears throat> I want everybody to literally write down, on your notepad and a list like people in your life that you can give your true high low buffalo to and not pretend not fake it not be so prideful that i gotta show that my high is amazing and my low is not that low um make a list of who in your life you can truly be that vulnerable and real with and i would advise if it's too long <laughs> you gotta yeah. look at that oh, yes and if it's non-existent <laughs> you gotta look Struggle at that real <laughs> and and you don't want to just be open dumping on everybody but you also need that that small um portion that and, uh your personal health you know your well-being all these things um is that important so you you need it and if it takes a long time to to open up to somebody, then yeah, like Matt said about the other podcast, like take that time. And then like Drew said in our last recording, guys, even if it's a 15, 20 minute check-in, come on, you know, you can, you can make that happen. So uh, make that list and, um, and evaluate and, it for sure. And it's <laughs> your responsibility to reach out to that list. It's not yep. their responsibility to know how you're feeling. Yeah. Right. Man. If I had my IA Summit clapper right now, I would. Facts. <laughs> Facts. Yeah, honestly, that was a, um, I had a really good reminder of that this week, uh, literally yesterday, uh, got, uh, well, not yesterday, Monday, sorry. Um, just straight out the blue, my boy Matt gave me a call <laughs> and was just like, man, just thinking about Drew. Let me give him a call. And oh, that's, uh, that's how that works. It's so funny because that's how that works. I suck at doing that. Like I cannot tell you how many times in my life. I don't think life, you suck at doing that. No, no, I do because I think about a lot of people and I don't call. I don't like sometimes I'm driving and I don't call. Like, man, I was literally just thinking about you and I was just like, man, Drew's yeah. at this new spot. I missed the podcast last week. What's going on in his life? And like 
so I don't know. I'm, I'm thanks for saying that. Cause like, you know, you get in your own head, like, Oh, he's probably busy or he's no, going on, you know, yeah. it's just, yeah. Yeah. I just need to get better service in my office. <laughs> <laughs> I literally had to walk outside to give this guy a call, <laughs> but you did right. Did. You did. Yeah. 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 And, and it was life giving. So good. That's so right. life giving, but, but yeah, no, no, honestly, that is something that I feel like I, uh, I need, I need to be better about too, you know, but it's like a, but that's like a growing thing, right? Like that's a, it's different seasons are different. You need different things. And, and um, you know, it just, it's this season. I think, I think my one minute takeaway is just that um, I'm, I'm excited to see what the season is like. And I feel like a lot of these, these moments of just like, okay, remembering the things that I've learned and, um, remembering that I do have you guys, you know, in in that community of like people that can speak into me and, and I should listen, you know, and, uh, and then also like finding the people in that, in, in that spot here too, you know, and like, what does that, what does that look like? And, and, uh, all that stuff, but yeah, it's good stuff, man. Well, it's so good to be back at the lunch table um, right when I feel like my rhythm is like all the traveling's come to an end. I realized, well, it's we're almost a holiday season, so yep. <laughs> I hope we can keep this up. It's so good to hang out with you guys, and it is so good to hang out with you on the podcast. Thank you for joining us at the lunch table. Remember, if you don't have a lunch table right now, we want to be that for you. I hope you enjoyed this episode, but we do want to encourage you. Go invite some people, go get some wings, go get some, go get, you know, Chipotle or whatever it is. Get around a lunch table where you can start exploring what it looks like just to open up and talk about life. This is the lunch table. Peace out. Peace. Bye-bye.